Hey, Westside, good to see you, um, or good to be seen by you. It's, you'll see that we're on the stage at Westside today. The last few months we've been on location and had a great time shooting our um, messages and devotionals from all over the area, all over the region. Uh, for, t for this fall, we have a new plan, and it's, so what we're gonna do is shorter devotionals, like five to seven minutes every week, and we're going back to live teaching on Sundays, 9.30 and 11. Uh, join us if you can make it. And if you can't, we still want to give you resources to, uh, yeah, to stay connected. So for October, November, that's what we're going to do. Uh, and our hope for, our, for fall is not just to reopen. It's to experience renewal, revival, to really be relaunched. Uh, as a church, as a community, uh, into our community and into the world around us. Uh, there is this Mark Sayers quote uh, from his book, Reappearing Church, and he says this, and this isn't about COVID uh, exactly, it's about just the struggle of, of being a church or the opportunity of being a church in a secular society. And he says this, a blank canvas is appearing with the possibility of a new story. What seemed like a crisis, when reframed through the eyes of the Spirit, is an incredible opportunity. What if this moment in our culture is only a crisis if we ignore God's call for renewal? There's an opportunity for us to experience renewal. Let's not ignore the, the doors that are opening for us. And we will not experience renewal by following the same patterns of life and ministry that are not delivering renewal. So new paths, new ways. Uh, through our Wednesday evening abide nights, uh, we went through Isaiah 42 a little bit last week. And the words for a few people of God is bringing us down unfamiliar paths, unfamiliar ways, new ways. There is something new in store for us. And that's exciting, challenging, daunting, but it is absolutely how God works. And God will use this time that we are in he will use the suffering. He will use the struggle to bless. That's what God does. And you just have to look at the cross to truly understand how God will use anything, especially struggle, to further the kingdom. So we're going to start October, November, going through the book of Acts. And why Acts? Well, it's a pivotal point in history, the beginning of the church. Uh, so that obviously was unfamiliar ways and unfamiliar paths, new paths for uh, the people in Acts that we're going to read about, and it was a great opportunity for them. So, to be continued is the series title. Now, continued is to be continued is like that cliffhanger, that series, or uh, from one season to the next on TV, or a TV episode that has uh, in the middle of action or the suspense, they leave you hanging. And it's to be continued. Remember, I remember watching those series or those television shows as a kid and just being so frustrated. Like, oh, are you kidding me? Well, Acts definitely has elements of that throughout the book because it's from, it's like phase one, phase two, phase three stages of the kingdom of God at work. If you come to the church, uh, if you're able to make it here on Sunday, we'll go into this. If you don't know what this is from a 1970s show called Happy Days, it's amazing. But for now, that's your teaser. So let's get into Acts 1, 1 to 11 for a few minutes uh, today. So uh, the author of Acts is Luke, and he starts like this. 
in my first book, so what's Luke's first book? Well, it's titled Luke. And Acts is a continuation of it. To be continued, that's what Acts is uh, when in relation to the book of Luke, one of the Gospels. So in my first book, I told you Theophilus, so he's writing to the same person, about everything Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions through the Holy Spirit. So you have that one phase of Jesus' time on earth, and now he is being taken to heaven, which you'd read about in, chap in verses 9 to 11 in chapters 1. He was taken up to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions through the Holy Spirit. So he says, hey, this is coming to an end, this phase, but I'm giving you instruction on in how to do it, but it won't be in your own power. It'll be through the power of the Holy Spirit. How does that happen? Well, you're going to read about it in chapter 2 this week. So during the 40 days after his crucifixion, he appeared to the apostles from time to time. And he had proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive. So just like us, the apostles needed continual proof that this was the way it goes. And Jesus continually appeared to them. Just like us, they need proof about how the kingdom of God was supposed to work. Verse 4, once when he was eating with them, he, he commanded them, uh, Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift, he promised. As I told you before, John baptized with water, but in just a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. You will be immersed with the Holy Spirit. You will be covered with the Holy Spirit. And we're gonna, the Holy Spirit is, is a huge theme throughout Acts. Uh, and we're going to talk about more of that in the weeks to come, of how the Holy Spirit, because that's a big question for all of us, I think, uh, is how does the Holy Spirit interact with us? How does the Holy Spirit live within us? What does it mean to be baptized by the Holy Spirit? We really look forward to um, working through that throughout the book of Acts. But Jesus says, wait for the gift. You need this. You cannot do this in your own power. And then in verse uh, 6, So when the apostles were with Jesus, they keep asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? So they still don't understand what the kingdom of God looks like. It's all about getting good things or setting up Israel uh, for, really, to be in power on earth. And Jesus says, that's not how the kingdom goes. He replied, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times. He's like, don't worry about it. Whenever we are in struggle or in crisis, we're like, oh, is Christ returning? Maybe now. And Jesus said, do not sweat that stuff. Be aware, but you have other things to set your mind on or to occupy your thoughts and your actions. He says, the Father alone has authority to set those dates and times. They're not for you to know. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. You'll be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So he's saying, you're going to be my witnesses because you have watched and seen and experienced who I am. And you will tell my story. You will be, give testimony to what I have done and what I am doing in the world around you. And he says, you will do, be doing this in your hometown. So for us, it's Morden. You'll be doing this in your region. Is it Arm of Stanley? Is it Manitoba, Winnipeg? 
Uh, you'll be doing it in Samaria, so you'll be doing it further, and really just to the ends of the earth. You will be doing this throughout the world. It has no international boundaries. The kingdom of God, it has knows no bounds to the ends of the earth. And the key verse, that's the key verse of all of Acts, is verse 8. So to be continued, we look forward to getting into this more and more and more. So how can we continue this as a people where there's some, there's some things we have set up so how to continue? We're going to have a daily reading plan. It's our hope. There's 28 chapters in Acts. In two months, we're going to read through Acts. Five readings a week. You can find them on our website, Instagram. We'll have them posted. So please, uh, we really, it's our hope that everyone will just get into the Word and read uh, a few verses a day and engage and interact with them and see how God is speaking to you. That's step one, daily reading plan. A second part, smaller, smaller groups. In this time that we're really encouraging you to find one, two, three, four people, maybe two or three couples getting together weekly, bi-weekly, and just share with each other what you are taking in, what you are reading, how the Holy Spirit is speaking to you um, through the Word and through your life. And then the third part is Abide Weekly, is our weekly prayer meeting. Wednesdays at 7. Join us. We'd love to have you be a part of it. Looking forward to seeing you on Sunday, and may God bless you. Let's pray. So Lord, you are good, and I pray that you open our eyes uh, through the book of Acts. You open our hearts through the book of Acts, that we would want to know you. We would experience the power of the Holy Spirit, and we would learn, and we would know how amazing you are and what you would have in store for us as a people, both individually, Lord, and as a community. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Go with God. You are loved.